Welcome to the Teams with Edge podcast with me, your host, Ashley Livingstone. I'm an entrepreneur, leader, and passionate community advocate. I love to learn, be creative, and to teach others the joy of leadership. Now, it's hard to believe, but we are in our fourth season of this show. And over the past few years, I've had the pleasure of offering insights and doing amazing interviews with like-minded leaders who are inspiring, joyful, and dedicated to building a culture of development and gratitude. Now, I'm on a mission to help you become the leader you want to be. I want to help you create a thriving, sustainable culture which inspires your team and helps you and your business thrive. So, let's connect, engage, and develop your team. Ultimately, I want to help you show up for them so they show up for you. All right, let's do this. Welcome, everyone, to this week's episode of Teams with Edge. Today, I want to talk about communication and some of the pitfalls that I'm starting to see more and more happening in teams, um, happening with leaders, happening with those that they lead, but also just in life in general. And, you know, I think everything is so connected. And I am really seeing this, this huge fear of communication, this huge fear to share what you expect share details of a project, share what's happening on the weekend with those that you live with. Like I am seeing a lot of hesitation, resistance, and ultimately fear around communication. And targeting in on teams and leaders, this lack of communication is actually showing up as mind reading or assuming, right? And here's how I'm seeing it show up in workplaces and in my conversations with leaders. I am hearing things like, my team isn't motivated. I don't know how to inspire my team. My team just isn't delivering. Oh, I can't ask for that. I could never have that conversation with my boss. No, no, that wouldn't be allowed. And anytime I hear this from folks, my natural response as a coach myself is to say, well, how do you know? How do you know your team isn't motivated? Oh, I can just tell. Don't know how to inspire my team. Well, how do you how do you know they're not inspired? Oh, I can just tell. I I know they're not inspired. Right? How do you know you can't ask for that? Has something happened that has given you? Have you been told specifically you cannot ask for that, or have you been told that this is not allowed? Well, no, but I can't. So what mind reading leads to 
is confusion, disconnection, growing resentment, and saddest of all, I think for me, when I look at this situation and I have these conversations with both sides, leaders and teams, I, I see and I feel this helplessness, this hopelessness, and it's on both sides. It's actually all around because they feel so hopeless with the situation in the, that they're in. And yet, they do not feel that there's any solution. I believe this to just be stories that they're all, everyone's telling themselves. Because I do see so many possibilities. I see so many solutions. And it also leads to burnout. I was leading a session um, a little while ago. And when I was exploring this idea of communication and mind reading and how do we know we can't ask for these things, how do, how do we know we can't set boundaries or how do we know our team isn't motivated? I actually had a few employees tell me that they would find it easier to quit or leave their job one even said it would be easier to go off on sick leave than it would be to have a conversation about what they need. That shocked me. And leaders, that should rattle you as well. That somehow we've gotten to this place where we are not able to communicate confidently. And I think for leaders, how this shows up, right? So your team would rather leave, quit. Quitting is an easier conversation than asking for what they need or asking for clarification or setting a boundary. And for leaders, it shows up as it would just be easier to do it myself. How many leaders have said that? How many times as a leader have you said that? It would just be easier to do it myself. You assign a teammate work and you get it back and it's not how you wanted it. And instead of communicating to them, it's just easier to do it yourself. This is what leads to burnout, hopelessness, resentment, disconnection, confusion. It does not lead to growth. It does not lead to safety at work. It does not lead to joy in your job. And instead, people are going through the motions rather than showing Ultimately, there is a lot of assuming going on. I think there's an old saying about assuming that when you assume you're making an ass out of you and me, and there is a lot of that going on right now.
in all sorts of relationships. So I really want people to think about what role are you playing in this? Where are you likely not communicating, but rather trying to read the minds of others? We get stuck in this cycle of having this conversation with another person in our heads that we're not actually having it out loud. Definitely not out loud. Definitely not face-to-face. Maybe in an email. Maybe by text. And we all know what happens there as well is it's lost. It's lost in the tone. It's lost again in the mind reading and the assumption of tone. We need to learn how to confidently communicate in our lives, specifically in the workplace. We need to ditch mind reading and confidently communicate. A couple of tips to do that. For me personally, I love to write down some key points of what I want to say. What are those pieces of information that are going to be so vital and valuable to the conversation that I I need to hit? We need to be clear on what the expectation or the outcome is of that conversation. Expectations and outcomes. When we are vague, we leave room for assuming and mind reading. Be clear. And if you don't know exactly what you want it to look like, start with what you don't want it to look like and find the opposite. Avoid just bringing problems to people. Okay? Don't just go to your leader or go to your teammate or go to a friend or go to someone with a problem. But rather, explain the situation and come up with a couple of solutions you think may work. Take the time to troubleshoot yourself first and go with a solution. It might not be the solution that's chosen or that you land on but at least you're going with a solution and not just problems. Be clear on timelines. This ties into expectations and outcomes. What's the timeline? When is this happening? I know I've been guilty of saying, hey, let's do this. I'd like to see this. And then I don't give a timeline, but in my head, I kind of have a timeline. And then when that timeline's in my head missed, I'm like, hey, Why aren't they working on this? Be clear on the timeline. Outline what role people will be playing. What role will you be playing? What role will they be playing? How will everyone work together? And how do you need to rely on one another? How will you be accountable to one another? Right? Expectations, outcomes, timelines accountability. And understand that people communicate differently. Some may need a face-to-face. Some that may just be a non-negotiable. They cannot do that. Maybe it's going to be a phone call. Oftentimes we do need to hear each other's voices to understand tone. 
Okay. We may need that face-to-face -face and then a follow-up email so that we can say, here's what I heard, and then putting it into an email as a for clarification or just to reconfirm what we discussed. You may have to communicate multiple ways the same message. And I'm going to keep this a really short, digestible episode today. But figure out where in your life are you not effectively communicating confidently, right? Where are you perhaps assuming in mind reading and then seeing disconnection and resentment or confusion happening? Take ownership over where you could enhance your communication. Again, we want to confidently communicate and ditch mind reading. I know I work directly with teams and leaders on this all the time. So if any of this has resonated and you're thinking that your team is struggling with burnout or overwhelm, if you're short-staffed and people are picking up the pieces for those that are no longer in your organization, if you're confused about how to engage or motivate your team, you know, first ask them. But if you need help, that's what I'm here for. And I would love to chat with you about that. Okay. You don't have to do it alone. And there's lots of solutions out there for you. But do not let it go more time without communicating to your team, without being super clear. And because from the conversations I've had, it's easier for people to leave an organization than it is for them to communicate with their leaders. So don't fall into that trap and start communicating. Again, I'm always here to help. Thanks for listening. Thank you so much for listening. Like what you heard? That's great. Subscribe to our podcast on your favorite player and leave us a review. Great reviews mean so much to us and they also help others who need us find our show. So I want to know from you, what do you think is holding you back from becoming the leader you know you can be? Whether it's conflicting priorities or time, or maybe you just need a little guidance. I know there's hope. You can do this. So I'd love to hear from you about your challenges or your successes as a leader. We can learn together how to inspire one another and build the culture we want, not only in our work lives, but in our personal lives. So if you're inspired, join the conversation in our LinkedIn group, Leaders with Edge, or reach out to me via our website to schedule a call. Ourforte.ca. That's O-U-R-F-O-R-T-E dot C-A.